Hi guys, and welcome to the first episode of Free Space. And in this episode, we'll be talking about how academic pressure affects our career choice. All right, I can start off. Originally, I wanted to become a doctor, but after realizing like it's necessary, it's, it's not really a thing for me, I decided to switch to computer science because I personally can't see myself being in school for 10 or so years, so yeah, that's just my case for it. Wait, guys, Catherine's I was putting back my snake and then I heard Yang say hi guys and I was like <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait wait actually it's kind of cute so like just continue <laughs> on game <laughs> no problem, no problem. technical difficulties well not really technical it's okay <laughs> so do you guys have any stories about your your career choice, how it has changed. I mean, Yang, you were in the middle of telling us a story. So you would like to continue? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess for me, the shift began in 10th and 11th grade when I started like, I started messing around with uh, with this website called Code Wars, right? So Code Wars basically like, there's like, they gamify coding where you try to solve puzzles and you get like points and those points are like rankings so you guys know league of legends stuff like that there's like gold silver platinum so in code wars there's a similar system to that and i was sort of like competing with a friend at that time and that was the thing that sort of shifted me from more of the the, the doctor field the medical field to more of the comp sci field and over time that just developed and i remember for me in 11th grade um, you guys know Mr. Hall, right? The the math teacher. So he was teaching a lesson on, I think it was like Newton's method. And he mentioned something about like, by repeating this method, you can sort of like find like, you can do like, if you automate like a hundred or a thousand times, you can find a solution to, to let's say an equation or something. So, and he said that you can maybe code something for this. So that's, that's like one of the other turning points for me personally in terms of like career shifts. So I tried that. I sort of talked to him about it too. And I, I, like, I enjoyed it. And in 12th grade currently, uh, that's when I realized that like, hey, I, I, maybe I want to pursue the, the path of comp side. So that's why I took comp side A right now. And uh, yeah, at least for me, it's something I'm somewhat proficient at as well as something I, I like to do. So yeah, I guess in a, like high school is where you sort of like, figure out what you want to do because originally like I know in middle school and beforehand I was dead set I'm becoming a doctor I thought that nothing could change my mind like nothing but you never know things happen so yeah that's my story what made you really want to become a doctor was it like outside pressures was it yourself like I think it was more like my parents and my uncles and my aunts be like hey you make a good doctor and eventually their message, I started believing in their message. I was like, hmm, maybe I do want to become a doctor. So I sort of like, I let their wants become my wants almost. And I thought that it's my own wants, but in reality, it's actually what their wants is. And yeah. You know, Yang, uh, what you said about uh, you having those influences 
like familial inf- like your parents and your aunts and your uncles i sort of resonate with that because in a way i also experienced the same thing it's just mostly with my parents though and they also try to ingrain the idea that i should try to be a doctor and like at first i was like meh like i but then after being exposed to the idea over and over and over and over throughout my middle school years and my high school years it kind of just um I kind of just absorbed it or like it diffused into me, however you can say it. And like, I, I, was, I didn't really reject it. So eventually I started developing the idea that like, you know, okay, sure, well, I can try it out. So, and then here's the thing though, this is the part where like, it sort of really influenced me is that whenever I, anybody asked it to me who I want to become, I would tell them, yo, I would love to be into the med field, even though I actually have no idea what it means to be a doctor or what it takes to be a doctor or all the different fields and branches you find in the medical field. And, and I, like overall, I don't really know that much about the outside world. Like there's so much more than the medical field. And then the part where academic pressure comes into play is that school sort of like reinforces this. Right? Every time I do something in school, I'm, I always expect myself to try my best because guess what? Like, if you want to be a great doctor, you got to get the good grades, right? You got to ace everything, be the best person you can be academically. And if you sort of take on this mindset, it sort of skewers your perspective of life in a very interesting way. Because now you're thinking about things that you don't necessarily care about, right? Even now, I sort of think, like, what should I do to work towards being a doctor? Even though I don't really know the true meaning of that. So that's my take on it. Well, I guess there's a lot of pressure in high school to like determine like your career path. It's kind of like oh, every single uh, decision you make in high school will somehow contribute to your future, which in reality, it does not. Like, honestly, I've heard plenty of stories where it's just like what you do in high school doesn't really actually matter. It's like how you approach life, you know? And I guess like high school kind of like that academic pressure, it like it forces you to like overly stress over each single action you do. And you're like, if I made like, Let's just say like you got like a bad grade on test. You're like, oh shoot, like this bad grade will affect my whole life and stuff, you know? And it's just kind of like, isn't, it's just overwhelming, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like uh, for me, I think um, I had a pretty clear idea of what I wanted to do. And I did want it to work in the medical field um, just because like, I've always thought it was a cool job and I've, my family works in the medical field and my dad for some reason really liked to take pictures of like because he's a surgeon he was a surgeon so he had like all these pictures of him operating on people and it's kind of gross when you look at it but for some reason he like display it like show it on the he has like the slideshow thing where it it just pans through all the images on the my giant tv and like i see it every day so now i just kind of look at it and i'm like "Eh, it's nothing but like sometimes i have people come over and they're like what the heck is that why is that on your TV, you know, but like, I've looked at it for so long that I've kind of developed a weird thought of like, oh, that looks kind of cool. I kind of want to do that. So, <laughs> so that's the direction that I want to go. But I think because I want to work in the medical field, I forces myself to like take a lot of classes and I force myself to be good at, at school because my mentality is that in order for me to succeed, I have to be at the top like I cannot allow myself to fail and I think that's partly like coming from school as well because I don't think 
like I know a lot of people can be doctors and they don't need to have like straight A's in school all the time you know um but I think like what school tells you is that you have to get all these perfect grades. You have to have straight A's. You have to have 100% on every single one of your tests. You can't have like an 80% for once. You know, you have to get like 1600s on your SATs and stuff. And you have to get into good colleges. You have to take all these classes and all of that. And like, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think more or less you put that pressure on yourself and then along with yourself like outside factors and then other people piles up the the academic pressure more I think especially in the med field like it's like it's a marathon not a race okay like you you can't just run there sprint there all you want also like the whole thing about like getting to a good college will equate you to like getting a best job it that's not reality, you know? Even, in, like, especially in the med field, you're going to med school. Everyone's going to med school. And it doesn't matter. You're going to hell. <laughs> after, after, like, it doesn't matter where you come from. It's just, like, and also, like, after med school, you have, what is it? Um, what is that? Residence. Residency. Like, it's a whole run, like, in a marathon, basically. And basically, just in, a, in this whole, like, scheme of life, high school grades doesn't matter. But it's just, like, every time we say that to ourselves, we want to believe it, but it's just so ingrained into the community, into our parents, and into ourselves that we just can't forget it. And it's hard to like dispose of it. Since like everyone kind of goes through like this whole academic pressure thing, like once someone gets it from like wherever they got it, and then they kind of like spread it to like the other kids around them. So like I definitely feel a lot of academic pressure from. I would actually say I feel it more from my peers than my actual parents sometimes. Well, actually, most of the times, because my I'm lucky to have pretty relaxed uh, parents. Whether uh, when it comes to like what I want to do with my life, but oh my gosh, the people around me—they are crazy. Like they're always like asking me like, "How did you do?" or like, "What are you gonna like do?" And then when I tell them like, you know. I don't know. I haven't decided. They look at me like I've grown another head. It's like, you don't know yet? You haven't decided yet? You're in your senior year. What are you going to do after you graduate? Well, I know for sure I'm going to go to college, but I think college is where I'm going to figure out what I want to you know, be because we still have that two years of general like studies. So I think it's okay to like, you know, be undecided when you're in high school. Like you don't have to, like you could have like some kind of like it's probably better for you to have some kind of roadmap, but you also need to like be relaxed on yourself and tell and tell yourself that it might change. Like you gotta be flexible because that's just how life is. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. And to sort of add on to that, I sort of thought of this quote, like once you let expectation control you, you stop living for yourself. That this is one of the, the things to sort of think about during like those 1 a.m., 2 a.m nights where you just think about random stuff yeah so you guys ready to move on to the next topic how teachers have sort of influenced us in terms of academic pressure i I can start so i know at least for for me i feel like at least in freshman year like teachers they once you achieve something they sort of like expect you to achieve that same level again 
So if you get like, if you do well in the presentation the first time, the next time there's like this, this inner feeling that's like, hey, like we sort of expect you to, to perform just as well. So you sort of feel that, that way and that burden on you, right? And like, like even if they sort of like congratulate you for doing well, like there's sort of like a dark side to that because even if you get the, the, the instant like happiness from that congratulation, like the downside is that the expectation that comes with it, like the next time you do it, like the caliber is like, you sort of like raise the bar for yourself. And the, the other side of it is that like your, your peers also, because let's say you do well the first time, right? Your peers sort of expect you to sort of do that same level the next time. And that sort of, that, that pressure is sort of like sort of a burden sometimes. Um, how about for you guys? Does, does any teachers in particular like sort of bring up those memories? Um, uh, an example of kind of what Yang said was like, so a few years back during high school, I had this math teacher and I would do very well in his classes. Like I would get like 90s most of the time. And then there was this one time I got like an like an 80 or like a high 70. And then he came over to me and he was like, Catherine, what happened, man? And he was like, really like, he had that kind of like disappointed like tone. And I was like, oh my God. And he said it in front of the class. And I was like, mm. and then that kind of made me feel like bad. It was like, like I wasn't able to make mistakes sometimes. That That kind of feeling. I think like, for that teachers okay they shouldn't like publicly uh, humiliate sounds like a very big word and it sounds too drastic but like basically kind of doing like call out kids with their grades in front of everyone it's just kind of like you're setting that like i don't know either even like with people or congratulating other people they're like oh like for example yang got like a 99 on physics test and everyone like i'm looking down at my like 50 on my physics test and i just feel so bad because i'm just like oh no like maybe this was an easy topic and i just didn't do so well you know like and, and i start to compare myself you know with my peers and yeah mm. i think for me um the most that i felt where a teacher really like I don't think they mean it intentionally to put pressure on kids, but like um, in Mr. Sweeney class last year, like he would go over like test questions and stuff. And he'd be like, I, you guys should have been able to do this. You know, this is easy peasy. And then I'm sitting there looking at the question. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't get it. What do you mean? It's easy. And then I feel so bad about myself. Cause I would look around people were like writing down stuff and they were like, yeah, yeah, that's, I get it. And I was just like, how are you, how are you getting this? Like, this is so strange to me. And it makes me feel really bad about myself because it's like everyone is getting it. So I guess I'm the only one here who doesn't get it, even though it's supposedly easy. Yeah, I think that's probably like the most I felt. But other than that, I think most of the other teachers, they might do things like um, peer grading or whatever, and other people could see your grade and they kind of judge you silently. That reminds me a lot of my Sweeney experience, actually. I took him for physics, and, like, I think that class with him is, like, the worst class I ever took. Like, I didn't understand anything, and I actually paid attention. And then he talks really fast, too. So I'm just like, what? And then, okay, so I sat with these people, and then they were, like, 
nice to me, very nice, but they were like really competitive too. And then most of the time I get like, like 70s or under on his test because like physics is just not for me. And then one time I got like an 80, 80 something. And then the people who sat next to me got lower than me. And then they were like, what did you get? Probably something low, huh? And I was like, um and then I told them my score and they were like you actually got something higher than me and I was like okay like actually they actually said that and I was like, like that kid a compliment it's like you actually got something higher like oh my god yeah. if they knew that you previously had like lower grades in the past they should have been like yo like, you got an 80 let's go like, yeah that's a that's like a huge achievement and like improvement mm-hmm. too that's such a that kid a compliment I know awesome. that was the person <laughs> to the left of me sort of but then the person to the right of me was like why did you say that good job and I was like thank you shout out to Vivian Quach she was really nice to me and she helped me a lot in physics thank you Vivian I actually have like a lot of experience with that like um rather than like just random uh, not random but like just people like sitting next to me in class like um even my friends like kind of did this to me because I was always kind of like considered the dumb one in the group you know so like um whenever I do like actually you know like I've, I've always been kind of strong at English maybe not so much in like the science or math fields but like in the English like I like to you know I think I'm pretty confident in it like I know what I'm doing but so whenever we do like presentations or like speeches or like essays or whatever and I get like a pretty like high decent score while like the rest of my friends didn't do so well they'll look at me like how come you could do it like and I can't and it's like you know I mean, <laughs> you're you're always getting low grades. It's like, why are you all of a sudden getting high grades in this specific class? And it's like, then they get like a little like, I mean, I know they're not saying it to be mean because like they're jokingly always like talking about like how my grades are pretty low overall. But, you know, I can't really compete with them. Like they're very smart and I'm not that much, but you know, I'm kind of comfortable with where, where I'm at and that's fine with me, honestly. Like I do whatever I could do and like, I'm average at best, but you know, that's fine. Oh, uh, you know, Toro, you shouldn't sell yourselves uh, short. I, I'm pretty, I'm 110% confident that you are a very capable person. And like, let's be honest, grades don't really define a person. Like, like if I ever use my knowledge in high school, 20 years from now, and it's like mind-blowingly useful, then okay, maybe I might reconsider, but generally grades, like you're not gonna remember the high marks you got like 20 years from now. I remember someone said this, but you're not gonna remember your grades. You're gonna remember like things like the memories you had with your friends or like things that are way more meaningful instead of like a number. Oh, sorry for the background noise. Anyways, that's what I have to say. That's going into the quote book, man. That's great. <laughs> All right. Does anyone else have anything else to say before? We, we sort of wrap it up. Well, guys, this concludes our first episode of Free Space. And remember, be loving and be free. Sign out. Yo, what was that? <laughs> Yo, I, I blinked on the spot. I, I couldn't think of what went there. Uh, be loving. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's the first episode. It's the first, it's the first episode. We'll figure out something better. <laughs> Well, think of like a an actual like line we could probably reuse or something for the rest of the other episodes. Also, like Yang, 
next time if you just want to end it I feel like it's better if you just like okay guys let's wrap it up here instead of asking because then it's just an awkward silence mm, okay yeah just yeah just go ham uh, but uh that was pretty cool I'm still recording wow hello uh future Tori 